Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. And happy President's Day 2021. Uh, For those that don't remember, uh, President's Day was created uh, when we, first of all, we had uh, the celebration of Washington, President Washington's birthday. We also had a celebration of President Lincoln's birthday. They were both federal holidays. And uh, then when we decided that we wanted to celebrate Martin Luther King Day, Martin Luther King Day, we ended up uh, w- not wanting another holiday, so we combined the president's birthdays into one. We just called it President's Day, and uh, and that's kind of how it formed. Uh, and it's a fairly new thing, um, and, and relatively speaking, I guess. Uh, and so, uh, so we wanted to just take a moment and remember uh, some of the really good presidents that we had and, and the sacrifices they made. Um, you know, particularly when you, when you think about Washington and Lincoln and some of those. You know, they, they made real sacrifices, obviously, some with their lives, in order to serve our country. And they did so very well, and they did so with courage. Uh, they, they, it wasn't an easy thing uh, to, to do, but they did it uh, out, out of a sense of honor and responsibility. And it's something that we need to take into today, I believe, uh, particularly when we see you know, presidents that have taken uh, on a lot of power that may or may not be constitutional, but uh, that's kind of the direction that we've gone. And, uh, and, and it's, it's something that we need to really think about when we go to the polls and when we um, you know, decide what we're going to do with our time and our money uh, and in relation to the politics uh, that we see in the, in the country. And that's kind of the theme that I wanted to cover today. I received an email uh, and, and it read this. It says, I hear other conservative Christians saying that Republicans need to go on offense instead of always being on defense. Uh, we need to be proactive instead of reactive because Democrats have been uh, offensive instead of defensive for years. And that is why we are where we are now. Most people don't know what to do. As Christians, what do we do to be proactive instead of reactive? And offensive instead of defensive on everything from transgenderism to abortion and beyond. And so I wanted to answer that question and I appreciate everybody who uh, writes in. Uh, we listen to uh, all your, uh, we, we uh, read all your emails and, uh, and we love to, to see your comments uh, on the social media. Uh, and and when, when we get the emails like this, I, I really wanted to to address this uh, here on the on the podcast, um, you can always email us, uh, and and that email address is for uncommon sense at gmail.com. That's for f o r uncommon sense at gmail.com. Well, it, it also went along. This email went along with an article that I saw out of wtwesley.com, and it says it was entitled "Should Christians Be Involved in Politics." And it says this, it says, were there, uh, were there no Christians in Nazi Germany who could have stood up against that corrupt government? Did they believe that Christians had no place in politics? What, uh, that the Bible had no place in politics. Uh, let's put it that, this way. As a Christian, I believe that God knows best. I believe that his ways, as told to us through the Bible, transform individuals into the way we were designed to be. I am a Christian first, but I also live in a land called the United States of America, a free nation made of citizens like me, free. Holy Scripture informs my 
uh, in, informs my worldview. Uh, I base my life what is right, what is wrong, what is just, what is just and unjust on this worldview. I vote for representatives who will represent what I find from Scripture to be right and wrong. Many Christians disagree on what is right and wrong, and there is room for that. And as a citizen, I am a part of the collective responsible for what goes on in my nation. In Genesis, Lot was an elder in the gate, meaning that he was a judge, so to speak, deciding on matters within Sodom and Gomorrah. He was a gatekeeper, and yet he let his city stray far from the ways of God. As citizens of our nation, we are responsible responsible for keeping uh, representatives in office who will be good gatekeepers and keep our nation from anarchy while at the same time never forcing someone to follow God. Should a Christian be involved in politics? Should we have the options, uh, uh, opinions on how this nation is run? Should we even be passionate about our views? Yes, it is our duty. And at the same time, politics should never eclipse the most important issue, the gospel of Jesus Christ and hope of the world, the hope of the world. We must disagree agreeably, always with respect, and let love be our guiding force. So, with that in mind, with that article, uh, I, I, uh, I wanted to write down a few things uh, about how we can do this thing as a Christian. <laughs> when I be be politically active, or uh, you know, if if it truly is our responsibility, and I believe it is, I agree with this this individual here. Uh, if it truly is our responsibility to be politically active in some way, because we simply live in this wonderful gift that God has given us called the United States of America, with the, all the freedoms and things that we have here that people have not had. Uh, in, throughout history. I mean, we, we are truly blessed to be able to live during this time and in this place. Uh, and, and if that's the case, if we're not to, to let that go to spoil, then, then what is our responsibility as a Christian? And, and I've heard a lot of Christians, even as of late, you know, well, I just want to concentrate on, on godly things. And they kind of do this zealot kind of thing where they, where they just don't want anything to do with politics whatsoever. And they're just going to use God as their guiding uh, you know, light. And, 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 you know, again, we are to keep our relationship with Christ as the number one thing in our life, that high, highest of all priorities. But there is a priority that we need to have when it comes to uh, being politically active, because we have a responsibility, in in my opinion, to be able to um, to do what we need to do to keep these freedoms that we have, and the, this blessing that God has given us. So, wrote down a few things here, and let's go over those really quick. It says, with that in mind, here are uh, the different ways to make a difference in our government. Num- number one, Know who your local legislators and politicians are. So let's let's play the uh, the who represents you game, <laughs> okay? Who represents you, okay? Uh, if you're uh, scoring uh, at home, uh, then uh, then this is uh, what you're going to need a, a you know paper, a pen, or whatever, and and go ahead and write down one point if you can name 
who your governor is. Okay, so if you name who your governor is, then give yourself a point. Give yourself two points for each of the two senators uh, and the representative, your representative to Congress. If you can name those two senators that represent you in the state that you live in and your representative to Congress, give yourself two points for each one that you can you can name there, okay? So uh, when it comes to senators, most of you know that you in each state have two senators. And then you have a representative for your area, whatever area that you live in within that state, to the House of Representatives. All right, three points per state senator and representative that you can name, okay? Each state does it a little bit differently, um, but uh, here, here in Washington, where this podcast originates, uh, we have two senators and we have a representative um, I'm sorry, one senator and two representatives, uh, and that's uh, that's how we do it here. But in other states, they, they do it differently. But you get three points per state senator or representative that you can name. All right, four points goes to county commissioners. Can you name the county commissioners that represent you and your county? Now we're getting tough, aren't we here? <laughs> okay, that's why it's worth four points. All right, five points for your mayor, and and some of you don't live, you know, in an incorporated city or whatever. But uh, if you have a mayor, then you get five points. All right, six points goes to your city council members. All right, now I know we're losing quite a few people now because many of you do not know who your city council members are, and it's a good thing to know who they are. And there, there's, you know, there, it's not like there's, you know, eighty of them or whatever. Uh, we, sh- we should be able to, to know who our city council members are if we live within a city limits. All right, and lastly, seven points goes to every school board member that you can name. Okay, so you're, you live within a school district. Uh, whether you have children or not, you're, you're within a school district, and you're represented by school board members. Now, again, depending on where you live and, and how your school district uh, does things, you may have one representative that covers your area, so it's broken up into zones, and you can only have one representative per zone in that school district. Or uh, there are uh, the the other way that school districts uh, go about this is just say, you know what, we're just going to go by you know uh, a seat. So if if uh, seat three is open or whatever, anybody can run within that school district, uh, anybody can run for that seat. So uh, so they don't necessarily have zones or areas. So like I say, you depending on where you live and what, how your school district does things, uh, you should be able to name the school board members, whether or not they're in your zone or not, and uh, and know a little bit about them. So that gets me to point number two: know how to get in touch with them. There are there are many different ways that you can get in touch with your, your local politician. Number one is just simply by email, and that's the easy one. Um, you you can go on, you can get. Um, you can get the uh, the email of your your politician, and and you can uh, just simply shoot, shoot them an email every now and again. And they they uh, they many of them, depending on the position, many of them have either staff members that that uh, go over those, and they will record um, 
you know, different parts of that email. So uh, whether or not you're in favor of something or against something or whatever, they will record that. Or many, particularly when it comes to local politicians, they don't have the luxury of having a staff member. Uh, so if you're shooting uh, an email off to, let's say, your school board member or whatever, you know, they're going to see that and they're going to they're they're going to uh, read that in most cases. So uh, and it, and if you don't know who your elected officials are, you can always go on to websites like um, you know USA.gov. Uh, forward slash elected uh, officials. Elected uh, officials is is uh, where you go within USA.gov, and you can type in your your address or whatever your state, and it will it will bring up your uh, your local officials. Uh, the other way that you can get to uh, get in touch with your 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 politicians is just simply to call them, uh, and um, and you can do that. Um, you, you know. You can do that many, many different times on many different subjects, but it's interesting because a lot of people don't like to call, but sometimes that can be the, the best way to influence them, uh, particularly since a lot of people don't like to. It's so easy just to shoot off an email, but someone who's, who's willing to call them and actually talk to them in person, and you, you're not going to actually talk to them in person uh, oftentimes. Sometimes you will, sometimes you won't, depending on who it is. Um, but what they do again, they do record uh, what what your call is about, and, uh, and and many politicians believe that for every call, there's at least ten other people that feel exactly the same way, that have the same passion as as you do, except they just didn't make the call. And so they will they they know your your call is is basically like times ten when it comes to to. Uh, uh, to registering your your complaint or where whatever that you want to talk to them about. All right, number three, identify an issue you care about and pursue it. Now, this is this is one of the reasons that I became involved in the local school board where I where I lived uh, was that I had children in school and I wanted to be more involved. I wanted to 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 make sure that the education that they and others received was of the highest uh, that it could possibly be. And so when a school board position came open and it was in the paper that, hey, we're going to be filling this position, basically what they were doing at that time, they were um, they were actually interviewing people that were interested and then they were, the school board was going to select a, an individual to fill out the term of somebody who had, had left early. And then, of course, uh, you know, uh, I ended up going for it, getting it, and then, um, and then it had to be reelected, you know, later. But, um, but yeah, th- th- this this was how I got involved, and uh, and you can do that. You can see, you know, w- whether or not you want to run for a school board position, you want to do these type of things. Uh, you know, that's that's one way that you can get involved. But but identify an issue that you really care about, and and in this case, for me, it was, you know, it was. Uh, education. It was the education of my children, uh, and then I, I went about pursuing how I might um, influence that within my community. Uh, there is always a list of bills that you can get when you go down to your local legislature. Uh, I know some of you may not live close to your state capitals, but um, but it, it, even if you even if you don't, you can actually get some of this online. But what I did, since I I did live close. Uh, I went. I would go down. I would to the state capitol. I uh, <laughs> you take the elevator down to the the, the dungeon depths, <laughs> and and, uh, and you go to the to the copy room, and and they will have laid out on uh, they would have laid out on a desk uh, the uh, 
um, the copy of, of, of all the bills. So it was like an itinerary, I guess, of, of all the bills uh, that were being considered. And it would just, it, this list would just uh, give you the, 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 the number, like House Bill 1 or House Bill 2 or whatever. And then it would uh, give a, a short description of, of what that bill was about, the name of it, and, and what it was about. And, and then you could go down that list and you could see things that, hey, you know, this looks interesting, or, you know, boy, I'd really like to know more about that. And then you, all you had to do is just write down that number on a sheet of paper and hand it to the clerk, and they would go and actually give you copies of that individual bill. And, uh, and, and that was really interesting. It would also tell you where it, that bill is at, whether, you know, did it go to a certain committee and you could, you could actually then go to that uh, committee meeting and you could sit in and you could see, you know, how things were going there. Um, lots of ways to get involved and you can do it uh, almost entirely for free some some uh, will charge now uh, a slight charge for you know the the paper or whatever you know that that you're getting but all of that uh, you know oftentimes it can be free uh, i also had a uh, opportunity to just simply request the budget the state budget and you can do that um i i i, I got a detailed copy of the state budget sent to my house and, and that was, you know, like I say, pretty much for free. Now, a lot of times they'll charge you a little bit for that, but, um, but that can be very interesting. In fact, um, you, don't, it, it, you don't have to have all this on a state level. Um, you know, I ended up with a budget for the local water district uh, in which I was uh, um, eventually mayor of that, of that town. Uh, and there was a water district there and uh, started going to some of their meetings and I got a hold of the budget for the water district, and within that water, uh, within that budget, the the water district was uh, was not actually testing the water. <laughs> they, it was a corrupt district, and they were doing uh, things that they shouldn't be doing. And uh, one of the things that I found when I went through that budget is that there was there was no budget for testing the water, and they were supposed to be testing the water at least on a yearly basis, and yet there was you know you. There was nothing that they were doing to send the, the water to a water lab or whatever and, and pay for that. And if, come to find out that, that they had uh, they had done that, it, they had sent it to some water labs in, in years past and then not paid the water labs for those those tests. And so every water lab in, in the area, uh, they, were in, they were in debt to and they did not, uh, and, and those labs were refusing to do the tests. And so they just decided, well, We'll just take the last test that we do have, and we'll we'll publish that as as the yearly one over and over and over again. So we started to see that that the 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 water uh, tests were were all exactly the same every single year, and so that that kind of raised some red flags, and we knew that there was some corruption there. But that all started partially in in in, in partiality be, because of the fact that we were able to get a hold of the budget, and and again that was for free. And and take a look at that budget and just find out, okay, where where is the uh, the money going out to test the water? So, all right, number four, attend city council and town hall meetings. Very few people actually go to a local government meeting. Uh, in fact, when I went to that that water district uh, meeting, uh, they were very suspicious of me because <laughs> because I'm the only one in the audience and I'm the only one that's been there in that audience for quite some time and so they're like why why are you here you know and uh, and i would just sit there and i would just listen oftentimes and and uh, not say not say any, anything uh but just listen and see where their priorities are and what what they're what they're doing um 
A town hall is, is really where you in person can make your actual voice heard in, in front of uh, local politicians who can actually do something about what, what you're concerned about. Your congressman will usually have a schedule of town hall meetings um, and, and on their website that you can go to. Uh, or you can you can check out your city's website as well. And and I know you know during COVID, uh, some of these are online only now. But you know that makes it even easier for you to to see what's going on in these meetings. Oftentimes, you just simply can can uh, get in on that Zoom or whatever. Uh, and you can just go and watch a few times. That that's what I would suggest. Just simply go to your your uh, school board meetings or or whatever. Uh, get a feel of what happens there. Oftentimes there'll be an agenda that you can pick up the door and so you get to know what's coming up, what they're about to talk about. Um, and, and you know, you may be a little bit surprised at, at uh, what is important to your local officials um, and, and what's not important to your local officials, I guess. Uh, it, it, those, again, you don't have to say anything. You can just go and just kind of get a feel of, of how, how things work. Um, and that leads me to number five, get to know your local school board. Uh, one way to get involved without a lot of time or having uh, to win an election is being asked to serve on a school uh, committee. So once you start to get involved a little bit, sometimes they will they'll start to get to know you and you get to know them and that's awesome and that's what you want to, and want to have happen. And then sometimes what they'll say is, you know, hey, we need a... Con- you know, a parent or whatever on this uh, this subcommittee, you know, uh, overseeing curriculum or whatever the case may be, and they and uh, they'll ask you to be a part of that, or you can ask to be a part of that, and they'll put you on there. And that that's a that's a great way to to be involved without having to go through like a whole election process, um, and 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 see a, a little bit about how things uh, how things work, how the sausage is made. All right, join a local PTA, a parent teacher association, is a great way of being involved with schools and yet have, um, you don't, again, have to be on a school board to do that. Um, you, you can be involved kind of within the classroom and helping teachers uh, from a parent-teacher t- uh, association level. Uh, mobilize more people to support your cause. You know, fighting the, the corrupt water district, uh, there were really only three of us that were really spearheading that. And, and yet we were able to, to make uh, some real change within that community and help uh, you know, help fight corruption uh, within that community. Uh, how we have, uh, you know, we, we affected the, the school district uh, that, that uh, I was chairman of. Uh, we affected that in, in great ways. Really, the, probably the best way that, that, that we were able to make change within that school district was just simply asking good people to run. And, and when we would see, when we would meet somebody or whatever, and we get to know them a little bit and go, you know what, you'd be great on the school board, but they hadn't probably even, even thought about it, you know, they, uh, and yet when we would ask them, Hey, have you ever thought about running? You know, we would, we would help you. We would, you know, um, kind of guide you through and, and you'd be great as a, uh, as a school board member. And we got some of the best school board members that way. And, and there, that, that dramatically affected that school district and just simply encouraging good people to run. All right. Um, mobilize more people to support your cause. Uh, you know, that, that, that is, uh, that, that is a, a major deal because so many people just don't, they, they, they don't, they don't even think about how to get involved. They don't know how to get involved, even if they have thought about it. And so, uh, your encouragement is, is such a major deal. Uh, join a voting league or or political organization. You can go to, to um, 
uh, biblicalvoter.com or you can join the League of Women Voters uh, if you're a woman or whatever. I mean, there, there's so many different uh, voting leagues and, and political organizations that you can be a part of. And, and obviously they're, they're doing great things uh, f- you know, for your cause. Uh, register to act on behalf of a political party. I mean, uh, you can go to GOP.com, let's say, you know, forward slash get involved. I mean, that's that's a, a great way to, to go if you're you know thinking more national type of help. Uh, you can join a campaign. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I joined I, back when uh, Bill Clinton was president and running for a second term, Bob Dole ran against him. And I wasn't a big Bob Dole fan, but I joined his campaign. Uh, and because I felt like it was the right thing to do, and and uh, even though you know it, it, it didn't look good for him, uh, we, you know I was part of the phone tree, uh, and I, I can remember you know talking to one individual and saying you know what because uh, he, he you know he said oh no I'm not going to vote you know it doesn't doesn't look good and I said you know what I says to me if it's me I and, and I I don't vote I don't have the right to complain then afterwards and he said he says you know you're right I'm gonna vote and so I mean it's just stuff like that and 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 there's you know phone scripts you can uh, even even you don't even have to talk on the phone in order to join a campaign and work uh, there's there's tech there's even like texting type stuff that you can do I I talked with uh, someone just just this last November by text and they were asking me how I was going to vote and all that kind of, they were part of a campaign and, and, and actually a campaign that I, I wasn't going to vote for that, that, that candidate and I let them know and we had a really good text uh, conversation that way. Alright, number 11, volunteer at your um, uh, local headquarters uh, and, and again at campaign headquarters there's so much stuff that, that needs to be done by uh, volunteer work uh, and they're always looking for more people uh, to step in. Uh, attend and and organize rallies and events. Uh, there's there's like abortion events, for instance. Uh, there there was an event that I, I was a part of uh, every year where we would stand on the side of the road on a certain day, uh, right after. Usually it's like on a Sunday afternoon, and we would stand on a, a one particular really busy road, and we would let everybody know just how we felt when it came to the uh, issue of abortion. Uh, and you know, here's here's a good one. Just vote. <laughs> I mean, seriously, just go vote. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting to me, if you look back at the 2016 presidential election, which you should have had a lot of people voting, nearly 56% of the U.S. voting population actually cast a vote. I mean, we're talking about half the people who can vote did. The other half didn't. I, 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 so oftentimes I hear, you know, major population uh, centers uh, control everything, so I'm just not going to vote. You know, so, you know, in, in our area, you know, it's Portland or Seattle or whatever, you know, well, they, whatever they vote, that's how everything goes. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. If, if everybody voted, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that way. And so just get out and vote. And that, and that's, that's a big part or donate, donate to a campaign, you know, campaigns take a lot of money. And the first thing that, that an interest group will do, uh, the first thing they ask when they're interviewing uh, candidates is they'll say, you know, hey, how much have you raised? And and if you can't raise money, then then it doesn't matter how good a candidate you are. You know, they're, they're, nobody's going to support you. And it's it, a lot of a lot of that campaign is about money. And the, and and lastly, I would say just educate yourself. Uh, an informed voter, an uninformed voter, is a dangerous voter. And and I I truly believe 
that, that we need to be informed. You can always go on and you can see uh, voter guides and see how candidates um, have responded to questions and what, where they take their stances and, and you know, all kinds of issues when it comes to you know, voting for um, you know, particular measures and that type of stuff. We need to be an informed voter. And if you're not an informed voter, then you're just casting you know, for whatever um, name looks best. That's, that's not the way to go. So be an, inform, be an informed voter, understand who and what you're voting for. All right, I'd uh, love to hear uh, what you have to say about this, and, and maybe you have other ways to get involved. That'd be awesome. I'd love to hear that. And, uh, of course, you can uh, email us at uncommonsense, for uncommon sense at gmail.com. That's for, F-O-R, uncommonsense at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.